All right, welcome to Pass the Mic for Friday, May 6th. We finally hit the month of May. Michael Pihoti here for episode 24. Joining me back in the Studio A, the original, Studio a, yep. where it all started, welcome Mike Gervasi. I'm going to suck the fun out of this hello and just say hi, everybody. How are you today, Michael? I thought you'd be a little more. We're back to our, our roots, back back here on TV land. Ah, Pat, yeah. Pat Marl bailed us out. Why are, why are we kicked out of Studio B? Testing. Testing. More testing. And we're testing again tomorrow, <laughs> Wednesday. Next two weeks, I guess. Yeah, yeah, someone's yeah. making money at 96 bucks a pop and not the Gibraltar School District. No, the question is, what are you going to be doing with your office slash? <laughs> well, today I was checking as like a mobile book uh, vendor. I was oh. checking books out in the hallway, two different copies, two different, two different classes, two different grades. And tomorrow I'm going old school. I'm going to help. Our AP coordinator give the AP psychology oh, test nice. in the afternoon. See, I often compare you to Sa- the Sam Malone <laughs> of our staff. Now, that's that's dating ourselves. The high school students out yes, there are not going to appreciate that. Is. But you're he's like the, the mayor. He's the mayor now, though, right? That's his show. Uh, yeah, it was a. You know, I watched it once with uh, the great Max Bailey, and I enjoyed it. And then I just did watch it after that. Good show, though. I don't watch it either. He's he's also appeared on Curb Your Enthusiasm quite a bit. Okay, Ted Danson, that is. Yes, Sam yes, Malone, so yes. not Sam. All right. Um, corrections, errors, mistakes. I don't. We were just talking about this before we, we hit the record button. I knock on wood. I don't think there were any mistakes. Nailed it. Finally, it only took us twenty three episodes. <laughs> yep, twenty three episodes to be. But we did get feedback on ice cream, and um, I, we didn't get as much Bob Joe's hate. I don't think. I don't think people. You know, we were worried when we put it yeah, out. Yeah, we didn't. I, I actually had a lot of people agree that it, that it's overrated. And the, well, the overwhelming sentiment was it's overrated, and it's not over overrated. Doesn't mean bad, but custard is custard, and for whatever reason, that place is just caught on. Yeah, and um, I had a couple people reach out about Mister Misty's as well. Yeah, same someone, here. Someone commented on the page. I didn't get a chance to look at it. I've been very busy. I don't go on the page during the workday. Uh, but I, I get a little ping that says, you know, someone. So I have to see what they said about it. But someone did also reach out and said that they had a Mr. Misty, but they add a, some of the soft serve to it. So it's sort of like a, I guess it would be like a float sort of. Okay. I guess I can handle yeah. that. So you feel a little bit better now? I still don't understand why it's on the menu. It's not It's not good. So what's worse, that or dipping dots? <laughs> I, I've, I have not ever had dipping dots. I, it has n- does not look appetizing to me. Wait a minute. Okay, I understand everything you say about it, but my question is, how can you call it overrated if you've never had it? I, I mean, I've had like one little spoon. I just don't, it's not a appealing dessert all right. at all. Maybe it's an acquired taste. I, I, I guess so. Even though we are not in Studio B, I think it's still necessary that we that I pick my mic of the week. And so I was wondering, I'm thinking about um, who I'd pick. And as I was putting the show notes together, this is the first week of May. And not only is it AP testing season, everyone's favorite time of year, it is Teacher Appreciation Week. Oh. Did you get your tea today? I got my tea. It was del- which type did you take? See, sadly, I took the peach. And Mike, Wrong. Even that a- was a good one. I took the peach. Well, it's okay. So even a hint of coconut ruins something for me. Oh. And I could taste it immediately. I didn't. I, maybe I missed that. But I, I enjoyed the peach. We had a, a tea from, what is that, uh, Gibraltar, Gibraltar Nutrition. Gibraltar Nutrition. Yeah. So it is Teacher Appreciation Week. So I'm like, how can I tie in our mic of the week to Teacher Appreciation Week? So also watching the NFL draft this weekend. Oh, yeah. This person appeared as I was watching the NFL draft. This person's local, born in 1971, just up Southfield Expressway in Southfield, Michigan. Do you know where I'm going with this? I don't. All right. Local. U of D Mercy grad. I think we've had other U of D Mercy 
grads. John uh, Long? Nope. Penn State University, also attached to the Penn State University. I'm a oh, I got it. Kajana Carter. Kajana Carter. No, okay, moving no. on. Yeah, I got it. This, okay, now you'll probably get it when I say that this person helped announce the second-round pick for the Detroit Lions, I believe, along with Barry Sanders. Barry did the third round, I think. I don't know who you're talking about, really. Well, it is Keegan Michael Key. Ah, am I allowed to? Am okay. I? Am I? Is that allowed? Jeez. Well, why wouldn't it be? I don't know. I'm just making sure that this follows our Michael rule. We have a couple. We already we had Al oh, Michaels. Yeah, you did Al Michaels. Why would yeah. this is yeah. a little bit better? Okay. Um, and why? Do, why is it tying with Teacher Appreciation Week? One of his most famous roles. Oh my God, Mr. Garvey. Uh, Ron, yes. <laughs> so I ended up watching those videos on YouTube. They're so funny. They are. <laughs> A.A. Yeah, Rock. Okay. The uh, yeah, yes. I mean, well-deserved local guy. Uh-huh. So um, Keegan-Michael. 71. Really? See, I didn't know that. Yeah, born 1971 in Southfield. Wow. Right up the road. And then I, I assume undergrad at UD Mercy, graduate school at Penn State. Remember, whenever there's college game day or whatever, he's always affiliated with Penn State. Um, right? You've seen him yeah. at the whiteouts and stuff and yes. that sort of thing. So yeah. he is the Michael of the Week. We are not in Studio B. I already have the picture printed up. We will get that added up to the wall along with your Miguel Cabrera. You, we have yeah. to get one printed up. Yep. Um, so the wall, the um, Michaels continue to grow. And I think that's a great ties in with teacher appreciation. Great teacher. Well, in the role, Mr. Uh, Mr. Garvey. So, Hey, real quick, I got to come back to something real fast. You're, you're clearly in a hurry today. No, well, I'm, I'm, well, I mean, I'm, I moved along. The, we had no errors. So we well, I know, but there was more to talk about. So oh. first, I ran into somebody says there's a cube you can use for your dirty clothes on, on trips. She's a former student who travels a lot. Oh, the other we're, thing, we're, we're going way back. We okay. are. Yeah, all right. I, I, but things have come up from way back. Okay. The other one was I got a text the other day from a couple people asking me why it's awkward for me with the neck hair thing. And so we're back on that, too. So – yeah. Well, are you going to answer why it's awkward? Are you going to? I, I went over this before, but I don't. It's come up again. I mean, I guess I brought it up because of my last haircut. Why, why do you care? I'm not. I don't get mad. Now wait. We said you, here. We we we've established this. So you go to a different. It's a random person. It right? is. But every. You know what? My my old barber Paul didn't do that. But unfortunately, Paul. May he rest in peace. And with our yeah. tradition of dropping people's names that have passed away. Sure. You know. But now I don't get it, man. I like. I to me. I trust you doing the job. You don't have to. I I almost feel like it's degrading to them. So that's why it bothers me. Well, just for the record, I have a a haircut Thursday, and I have been going to Alicia, at the proprietor of Hair Bobbers in Southgate, and she never asks anymore. So I'm going to go in blind. I'm going to act like I normally do, and I'm going to see what she says at the end of the cut. I don't think she's going to say it. I I can't remember the last time she's asked. I think she knows – um, what my routine is, heck, you know, I just, I never get the question. So I'll, I'll, I'll do a study on that. I don't mean to rush. I'm not, not trying to rush. I'm through. just joking. I know. I know. Okay. So that, but, but again, I'm not getting sensitive, but tying back into my Michael of the week, it is yeah. teacher appreciation week. All right. So we are going to have a three pronged education topic here. Yes. Teacher appreciation week. I want to know who is one coworker at our building that you appreciate. So this is obviously someone that you had as a teacher. Heaven forbid, no one's been around here that long. So, but someone you just appreciate in the profession that you respect their work, that maybe even as in the classroom, outside of the classroom, someone you respect. We know there's, we we know your friends in the Allen Park Mafia. Um, you know, yeah, forget those guys. Okay, um, uh, so that's one thing. The no, another thing is, I want to know one teacher of your kids you appreciate. I think we may have talked about this earlier of who we appreciate, but maybe someone that you're, uh, if you want, want to go back to that, just someone in the in the in the elementary, the middle school. Uh, your kids aren't here at the high school yet. Maybe someone we didn't give a. Shot Shout out to back in those earlier episodes when we talked about our favorite teachers, but a teacher that your kids have had or one of your kids have had that you appreciate their work. And then to wrap it up, what would be your ideal 
teacher appreciation gift or gifts if you wanted to give tips to listeners not that we're fishing for gifts right no we're, we're not, not fishing we, for we're not we you know we, we're that's not the purpose. in fact i don't want anything yes nothing self-sufficient i pull myself up by my bootstraps yes, yes. no uh we are we this is we are not we don't want any of our coworkers to think that we're improperly using school equipment yes, yes we don't <laughs> right so um that's the three questions so let's start you want to go through all, how do we want to do this? Do you want to do all three? Do you want to go one each? Let's go one each. Let's go one each. It's quite a bit there. So, okay. Yeah. Who is one coworker that you appreciate here at Oscar A. Carlson High School? You want to give a shout out here on Pass the Mic and uh, give them their due. There are lots. There oh, are yeah. quite a few. We are not going to be able to cover no. everybody, both of these top two questions. But one per, we are limiting it to one because we can't be here all day. I'm, I'm going in a, I'm uh, in a hurry. Yeah, I get it. You're in a hurry. Mr. Cliff Menser. All right. So uh, Cliff does, first off, understand last year, we both taught economics for the first time in a while together. COVID year, everything was weird, and I we, we worked really well together. I appreciate how, he goes above and beyond. He's been doing this a while, but he's more in tune to new tech, technologies than almost anybody, uh, with, with Dr. Rice being an exception. And he is it, working with him is easy. We get along really well. There's never any feeling on either, end, uh, on either of our parts that one person is – hijacking another or you know taking doing things without consulting the other we work really well together so without with all due respect to my other co-workers because i have a lot of wonderful people around me i'm going mr cliff Metzer. i think that's a great answer he's very what i like about cliff very level-headed very he never gets too up or too down never. um he is great with the kids he's done a put a lot into our fishing team here yeah which I, again i don't even know i mean I, that's a lot of his own time um, he, he's a great father, he, you know, great husband. He does a lot of stuff. I said, he was here at the Carlson invite Friday, watching his son run. Mm-hmm. Um, my own son has him right now. Um, we often joke around that he could probably teach every subject on a segue, on a segue, right? Yes. Like if things Old ever joke. got really bad, like he could be in the gym doing chemistry experiments. Yeah. He could do it all. Everything. Yeah. Phys ed. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Home yeah. economics, right. and, you know, making a souffle, <laughs> I, you know, he anything. Could, he could do it all. Great choice. Great choice. All right. Mine is going to be a guy that, um, also, much like Cliff, puts in a lot of, you know, he's here every day doing his day job, but he also puts in his time after work. He's even, his own kids went to school here, but even though they've graduated and moved on, he still puts in the same amount of time. He's an MHSAA official. Um, he runs our school store. He's very, uh, he's a great guy to keep morale up amongst all of us coworkers. He's, he's helpful with other people. He'll, he has your back. He's out officiating our middle school track meet the other day. Todd Skopchinski, Skopadope, Skop, uh, resident of Grope Boulevard, hashtag Grope Boulevard, just an all-around great guy, much like Cliff, has the same sort of personality, will, would give you the shirt off his back, you know. Very rarely gets angry. Very, very rarely, um, yeah, has good, you know, can, can, has a good, you know, temp- uh, control of his temper, you know, never really gets angry. I think that part of that officiating probably has to do with that. Absolutely. Because he does all the way up to the college Yeah. Level. Um, but you know, and, and a great guy can laugh at anything and laugh at himself, which is very important. Mm-hmm. So just a great kind of guy to have in the building. And, and you talk to any kids, and I think we talk about both of these guys. If you go and talk, find any of the kids that have had them that are 23, 24, 30 years old, and you ask them and they, they'll say they love the guy, Yeah, you know, and that, that says a lot. Never so, a negative thing said. So yeah. our pass the mic shout outs for teacher appreciation week and to go to Mr. Skopchinski and Mr. Mentor, and I don't think we uh, did wrong with Way to go, two. fellas. Yep, congratulations. All right, one teacher that your kids have had, so for you it would be Shumate or Chapman. Chapman yeah. um, one teacher you want to give a shout-out that you've worked with, that have worked with your kids, that you think have done an amazing job. So, again, this is no slight on anybody else. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it, you, it's, it's hard. but 
and this is probably has some recency bias, but Mrs. Liz Spur, my uh, daughter's fifth grade teacher, it's a challenging group of kids she has this year. I'll just say that. I've gone on field trips with this group. Um, I've interacted with some on different levels for different reasons, and her patience and her grace in handling this year is remarkable. You know, getting back into the swing of things this year, so to speak, has been a challenge for everybody. But she is she's amazing, and I... I'm very, very happy that my daughter has her as a teacher. So I'm going Mrs. Lisper. Great call. I don't, my, I don't think either of my kids had Liz, but they, I, I knew her from going to camp back in fifth grade, and she was part of that group that did that. Again, same sort of thing, the same type of uh, everything you want in an elementary teacher, yeah. especially at that starting to get to awkward age at the end of elementary. Yeah. Right? That's uh, always a tough right. route. I'm going to go back to Chapman Elementary, too, not to slight anyone at Shoemate, and we've mentioned some great teachers there, but – the re- and this might be some recency bias, too, not because my kids have recently had this person, but because last Friday both of my son and daughter went with a group of student council members to read at Chapman, and they went back to visit this teacher. Uh, my son actually had her three years due to her being in lower L. Then she got bumped to mm. upper L. And now at Chapman, do they still loop? Did, did some of the fifth, fourth, I think some they of do. the fourth, fifth do. I don't know if Ms. Spur does. I believe they do. But my, so, and my daughter also had this teacher at the younger block and then my son was fortunate enough to then okay he had her for fourth and fifth the loop and that is jen wartman okay a teacher over at chapman elementary my kids went back to visit her at um on friday they didn't read to her group because they were older you know fifth or fourth graders i'm not sure what she has this year uh she was so happy to see my kids my kids all week were saying how they can't wait to see her that still down the road all these years later um and my daughter's a senior obviously my son's a freshman well removed you know especially my daughter well removed she had her in lower l and that is immediately who they wanted to go see because of how much of an impact that she had on them and just an amazing person my sons they both of my kids still talk about things they did and lessons they did in that in those classes and she is just an amazing person and i'll always give props to those elementary people. oh my god i I couldn't imagine right i couldn't even on my worst day here i would never want to check that box so uh so big shout out to two chapman great Mm -hmm. chapman teachers miss spur and miss wartonen all right so now Time has come, uh, though we're not soliciting. What is your ideal or what are some ideal uh, teacher appreciation gifts in your book? You know what? It's nothing tangible. It's, it's a simple, I appreciate you, thank you, something like that. That's all. That's, and I don't even, I, I, I really, Mike, this is one I didn't, when, when I was going over the script here, I went through a lot of things, but, you know, just the simple thank you, um, because we do put a lot of time and effort into this. And I remember when the summer of 2020 came around, you know, the country was kind of in some upheaval and I got a few messages, private messages, just thanking me for a specific class or a specific lesson that to me is far more appropriate that to me is far more everlasting than an Amazon gift card or something. And I love Amazon. Don't get me wrong, but this was, it was, it was amazing. It made me feel really, really good. And makes all of this feel like it's worth it. So that's it. Just a thank you or some sort of debt of gratitude. And I don't need it. I want to make that clear. But to hear that was really nice. I'm going to go right along with that. Um, last week, we had my final student council meeting of the 21-22 uh, school year. And the senior class, my, the, the senior class, as I called them up for their, as their president called them up to hand them each of their certificate, each member brought me a handwritten note oh wow um and my birthday was this past sunday may 1st happy uh, birthday actually, actually, yesterday right yesterday. yeah yesterday um 
And my daughter's a senior. In all, in full disclosure, my daughter's a senior. You know, she's an exec board member of the full council and a senior class rep. And I'm, you know, and a lot of the students knew. She probably, you know, a lot of people knew it was my birthday. And each kid came up and brought me a handwritten note that I obviously didn't have time to read during the meeting. Um, and then midway through this ceremony, as we're presenting awards, and again, I don't, ex- I don't, you know, it's sort of. You, I don't expect anything. You right. know, I, I'm just I'm, I'm doing. I'm putting this sort of ceremony out for the kids. All of a sudden, um, Pitbull, Mr. Worldwide, Mr. Worldwide. Well, Quinn Bergai to oh, violate FERPA. It I wasn't guess. Mr. Worldwide. No, it was Quinn Bergai in a in a swim cap. Okay, <laughs> but it still worked. We'll take what we can get. Yeah. Came dancing into the uh, library and presented me with, and I didn't. I thought it was another note. Because, again, I'm not expecting anything. It was another folded piece of paper. I thought, okay, here's a note maybe from this grade, and it was actually two tickets to see Mr. Worldwide at Pine Knob oh, wow. in August. So we're going. Um, p- possibly. I, I got to see you. We might, this might be like a thing of who I'm bringing. <laughs> no, I mean, we could, I don't think we could sneak in. We might have to go like with just our phone camera. But um, I was floored. And it was a wonderful gift. But when I got home, it was a long day. We had a shoemate track meet that day, as you well are well aware. Long day. Long day. But I still took the time to sit on my couch after all of that and read all of those 20-some-odd notes. And uh, it was the best. Yeah. It was the best feeling in the world to read the kind words. that I mean, some students wrote like a whole front and back page of a piece of paper. Um, and it was, I mean, they're all still in a pile on my desk in my home. And I said, I'm probably going to keep these until I retire. And I made it a point in our picnic with the principal on Friday to bring up that this is Teacher Appreciation Week. And for the price, and, I, and there's free paper and pens and pencils in the library for any students that want to come grab one. So for the price of $0, just some time, I suggested to write a note like that to someone here, someone at Shoemate, mm-hmm. someone at one of the elementaries, because it, it truly is the best gift in the world yeah and we all do this we don't sit there and want a pat on the back most of us we just want to we don't we just want our day to go well we want our kids to learn stuff and those notes mean so much to me and um they're great i will also just throw in there um gift card i mean gift card to like any place that has a a bar would be great like buffalo wild wings or something That's fine too. Yeah, I mean, but, but the notes again. Yes, don't have to spend a dollar. Right. Don't have to right. spend a dollar. That is a great um, appreciation gift, and I just want to thank here on Pass the Mic one of our past um, guests, Braden Lavis, was a member of that class oh, okay. uh, of that group. He wrote me a note. Um, I just want to thank that group, the class of twenty two. That was, and, and the whole council chipped in for the pit bull tickets. Yeah. Mr. Worldwide on August 31st. Um, I, I'm, I was floored by it. I was honestly shocked. I, I didn't think it was, I didn't know anything of it. And it made my, I'm still on a high from it all. How neat of them to, to get together and put that together. Yeah, and, I mean, and know, I think, think they threw it together last minute. So, oh, by mm. the way, not to change the subject. Sure. Oh, yeah. I was going to bring my that shirt? up. What do you, Michigan Dad. Uh, there it is. Ren Dog. I am wish, wearing a Michigan Dad. Maze, is it maize and blue, right? Yeah, it's maize and blue. How do you wise? know that? I do know it. I'm just trying to be a little bit of a troll oh, okay, here okay. as I'm wearing the shirt because yeah, right. I can't can't say yellow, right? I'm not, no. That's amazing <laughs> blue. Somebody told me uh, Jim Harbaugh's dad wears the same shirt. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's what, what I. What about hear. blue and gold? Do you ever hear that? Or no? Is that a... <laughs> that's Pitt? Oh, isn't that Pitt? That is Pitt. Hail to Pitt! Hey, right, well, first round pick. I'm, I'm wearing my uh, amazing blue. Pittsburgh. I'm wearing my amazing blue Michigan dad shirt. Um, that was what my daughter got me for my birthday yesterday. So nice. thank you, Chloe, for that. 
All right, so there's our um, teacher appreciation stuff. Um, this uh, this will come out. I guess it's this is the week, right? Is it a week yeah. or a month? It's a week. Yeah, I, I think, think it's a there's week. restaurant discounts. I said Beer Haven's giving ten percent off um, if you bring in your ID. Gibraltar Nutrition. Gibraltar, yeah, we got something. We got a drink from there and another five dollar uh, certificate of some mm-hmm. sort. Um, so um, thank you to all the local businesses and mm-hmm. parent groups or whatever whatever you're doing. But again, all we need is a note. Yeah. Yep, that's or the, even a w- kind word or pat on the back. Yeah, or and, and that's okay. I mean, I don't need that or, a su- or subscribe to pass the mic. That's and it. Give us How a, about yeah? Just listen to the show. And we're good. And yes. Subscribe and yeah. Um, and speaking of that, one other thing. Going back to um, our teacher, one last thing with our teacher appreciation. I mentioned all the way back on episode two, um, and I know it's episode two because this oh, just happened the other good day. Story. That who we appreciate it was who we appreciated yeah. we had as teachers, and I mentioned that back in episode two. And if you don't believe me and you weren't listening, then go back. Go and back and listen. And that's we were down here back in the studio. How a. ironic, Studio A. Um, I mentioned that um, every year on my birthday, Mike Clemente emails both myself and Carol Project, Carlson Hall of Famer, and wishes us happy birthday. He gave us an update. He's a grandparent now. And I mentioned to him, I'm like, hey, um, he, I got the email yesterday. Sure enough, he put in the email, had a picture of his congratulations, Mr. Clemente, on the, the birth of your uh, grandchild. Congrats. Um, and I said, hey, um, just so you know, go back and uh, hear Mr. Gervasi and I started a podcast. Check this out. Um, you'll like this. And he already listened last night oh, to that well. episode. He wrote, he said he's going to listen to future episodes. But again, I mentioned, I, so I went back just to listen again to remember exactly what I said. And it's the same thing we're talking about now. Just a little bit of a pat on the back or saying, or like I said, drop an email or now, send a text or send a message. And it means the world to these people. What's his first name? Mike. Oh, Mike Clemente, he could be up on the wall. Oh, Ooh. look at that. Maybe an honorary Mike. Could you imagine if we have him on as a guest and he had him put himself on the wall? <laughs> can you do that? <laughs> I don't we don't we have no our, rules here. Our, we can our, do our it. Our rules are very limited yes, on who can yes. go up on the wall. All right, that's going to bring us in. We're going to t- great segues here. So I was thinking yesterday too, overrated underrated birthdays. Yeah. For and we're talking about birthdays in general, your birthday, overrated underrated what do you got as far as being overrated for birthdays? So I, it, it took me, I actually changed mine uh, today. Uh, singing happy birthday to somebody. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, and it actually got, there's a lawsuit about this. In a, <laughs> What's, right? What is it because the song's copyright protected? No, well, that, but I'm talking about the guy that didn't. Oh, the guy that didn't want a birthday yes. at his workplace. Yes, because he, 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 he won a ton of money. Yeah, because he didn't want – wasn't it part of it he didn't want people singing to him? Didn't want him singing. It was the anxiety um, sent him through the roof. And Yeah, I don't like the awkward – everybody's singing to you. You just kind of sit there. You're supposed to laugh. It's a, it's you a pretty, sing along. It's a pretty lame song. If you it is lame. I, yeah. There's copyright. You're right about that. But what do you do? It's, yeah. it's weird to me. Yeah, I would rather just someone say happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday. Right. I don't need a, a bad song. I feel so – do, do these restaurants still do this too where they come and sing? I don't oh, even man, know. I, I feel folks. so I think bad. So. No, it's different with kids on both levels. I, mean, I don't I'm, know. I don't want that. I don't either. I'd rather have a free dessert. Absolutely. Well, some of them do both though. I know. but I'd rather have a free uh, beer or oh. beverage or appetizer yeah. than sing. This is family friendly here. Are we allowed to say beer? Well, if you're 21 or older, okay. you can have that. Now – Again, to me, it's just the overrated aspect. It's everybody that's knows great, it's what happens. That's and a great. God, that's great. I wish I would have thought of that one. What do you do? Do you high five people during the song? I, I, I tend to believe that. I, I don't know. I mean, maybe no one's saying it to me yesterday, and I'm not upset. About that's good. It. And then you blow out the candles. Who knows what you're blowing on on the uh, cake? Well, I'll, I'll, our COVID. We didn't do a cake yesterday. My wife asked if I wanted a cake or dessert, and I said no. Let's go out to eat. And uh, and normally. 
going out to eat, dessert is not normally part of our routine going out to eat. It's just I, I tend to feel like I have way too much food when I go out to eat, so I never need dessert. But I said, instead of getting a cake or whatever, we'll just get dessert. And that's what we did yesterday. So everyone had their own thing. And I wasn't spitting and slobbering over anything. <laughs> perfect. So, perfect. So All right. in this COVID era, we should get rid of that anyway. All right. My overrated. And I don't know. And I'm probably at the age. And maybe, and I don't know, maybe females may feel different. And I'm not trying to be insensitive or whatever. But I'm 47 now. Um, wow. Yeah. Uh the, this whole fear of getting older, I, I, I don't I, – I, and again, maybe it's because I just don't care. I, I, I feel like I – you know, in all honesty, and I'm not trying to be flippant about it, there's been some years where I actually forget how old I am. Like, yeah. like I, well, am I 46? Am I 40? I honestly thought I was 46 for a whole year when I was only 45, and then I got wow. to do the math. So I don't really – this whole – and again, I'm – Maybe and again, I guess I guess I understand it's certain when I guess, but I'm not. I have no fear of turning fifty. Like I'm not sitting there like counting down the days and in dread of it. Mm. And maybe it's because I'm comfortable of where I am in life, and I have two kids. I don't plan on having any more kids. Um, I I'm married, but even if I wasn't married, I don't think I would care if I was turning fifty. I, I don't I don't know. I just if anything, with, tying into our topic from last week, I sort of like say well, well with each passing year i'm getting closer to retirement and that's not a bad thing right but i don't i don't understand this whole oh my gosh i'm turning 40 see i I disagree and there was a line on a show i watched recently that he said when you're younger time seems to take forever as you get older every year seems to be quicker and quicker and the memories seem to just go faster and faster so i from time to time i'll think to myself man i'm not 33 i'm 43 well, I know. Oh, first of all, I'll totally agree with you. Ever since I hit forty, the years have flown by, yeah. and COVID did not help with that at all. Nope. Like COVID hit the double fast right, forward button. Right. But I don't have any anxiety, or I don't. It is what it is. Like I did not get all depressed the other day, and I'm, I'm you know, I, I, I just don't. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm. You're rolling I, with I, it. I might be in the minority. No, it's cool. You say you feel that way. I, I know that. I, I ran as speaking of we had our Hall of Fame banquet last week as well. It was a very busy week, and on Thursday our 0809 cheer team went into that, mm-hmm. and they're right around all around like yeah. 30 years old. And I remember talking to one of the one young, and she was like dreading turning 30, but she looked like she could still go out on the mat and yeah. cheer. You know, like, I'm right. like I go, I and I told her I go I love my 30s, and now I love my 40s. And she joked around. She looked at her dad who was there, and she's like, Well, how are your 50s? <laughs> and the dad was like, And her dad looked great. Like yeah. I, I, you know, I and I get it. I guess you know if you're single and you've never been married or you're I there's certain things that are stressors okay I get it um and I obviously get nervous or stressed about the age of my parents okay because you know yeah every we know we all know what's coming you know that's part of life but I'm not here I'm not here dreading birthdays because of it, because okay. of it. let me put it that way that's fair all right so that's what I have is overrated what do you have is underrated so I you know again I, I've done this before but it really is I, I just think it's such a good thing to do to just an excuse to get your family together so yeah. i don't know if that's underrated or not but to me that's the best part i feel it's underrated uh in a sense that you know it gives an excuse to get your all, your all your family members together and enjoy each other's company so i'm going with that as my underrated I, I don't think you can go wrong with that for any occasion and i can't remember the last time all five of us just because of my schedule my wife's schedule Nate's athletic schedule, Chloe's work schedule that we made time to, you know, we've gotten carry out and brought it home and eat at different times, but to actually all five, four of us go sit down at a restaurant 
And I wonder what, I was wondering if you're including Ella in that. Ella, I would have. Well, my my wife may have wanted Ella the way the kids were behaving at the dinner. Ella's your dog, by the way. Yes, no. uh, but you know, to be actually all four of us to go sit in a restaurant, have appetizers, meal, dessert. Um, it was nice to do. It was nice to just be able to spend time together and not have to cook or clean up. So I totally get it. And in my household, May is sort of like you got me, then yeah. my wife, M- Mother's Day. It, it begins a quite a run. Ella's yeah. birthday is also on May. I don't know if we're going to like a dog um, restaurant or something like that as well. So, so that is uh, my underrated ties into what we have when we have guests, which, by the way, stay tuned. We have a big oh, guest announcement. Oh, boy. We have a guest already penned in so for next So exciting. The dinner of choice, which is what I also oh, okay. tied into that. I don't know if that's a that seems to be a thing. You know, it's one of our guest questions. In our house, it's either cook or and I'm not a cook guy. I, I you know most of our guests that we've asked this to have been homemade meals. Yeah. So wait, where'd you go? We went to Sammy's Kunsania okay. in uh, Woodhaven. Um, wait, 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 Sammy's what? Am I, did I mispronounce it? Oh, we have a. <laughs> what did you say? I said Kunsania. Okay. What's we'll the, get corrected on that. What's okay. the correct pronunciation? I believe it's Cucina. <laughs> well, th- well, that's that's what happens when I'm only 17 percent Italian. And, yeah, and it's the, the Ukraine. And I'm probably wrong too because I punch it. But okay, anyway. Wait, say it again. Cucina. Cucina. Yeah. Okay. Well, correct us on that. I'm, I, <laughs> I'll play my Ukrainian heritage on that. Yeah. I, I went with the Russian. Oh, oh, Ukra- with the Ukraine. Oh boy. Oh, with, I'm sorry. God. With the Ukrainian pronunciation. All right. Um, and had uh, a, just a great dinner. All of us got pasta. Great. Um, tons of food when you order there. Like, you're, we all brought home. We all brought home pasta. Like, there was. Oh, man, that's the best. <laughs> Mike is now going to an, uh, his YouTube clip to. I am, but I'm not going to play it right okay. now because I hope I'm not wrong. Well, we're probably. One of us is wrong, so there's going to be a correction next week. <laughs> all right. So, but great pasta dinner, um, desserts. My son got some fried dough balls that are covered in like sugar and uh again tons of food yeah that was our choice i don't know if my wife is going to pick out to eat on the 10th when her birthday rolls around but again underrated is that dinner of choice that i like um, that uh option for whatever you want to eat and that's what we do in my family i don't know if other people do it so delicious yeah all right that is going to bring us to you gave your underrated right yeah i did family being with family all right our hot mic takes what do you got for us this week so i was um poking around the internet the other day this is a sports one but i uh came across the fact that tracy mcgrady was a piston and i started thinking about other people who are on the pistons that maybe i had forgotten or the and again this is i'm probably talking to a select number of people here but i'm gonna open it up a little bit so mcgrady was a piston Derek Rose, former MVP. Allen Iverson, former MVP. All had short stints with the Pistons. Um, Dick Vitale was a Piston coach. So I, I got me to wondering and thinking, thinking about our, our other sports teams, what athlete can you think of that played for one of our teams that people just forget about? That, you know, big-name athlete like those guys I just mentioned. Again, Rose and Iverson were both MVPs. Uh, Tracy McGrady was right up there one year. He made, I don't think he won in 03, but he was right there. So those are three borderline MVPs, two Hall of Famers, or at least one for sure. Derrick Rose might be. McGrady, I believe, is as well. Dick Vitale, coach. I can think of a few more, but those are kind of the big names. Chris Middleton, who plays for the Bucks now. So thinking about our other teams, Tigers. What, you know, maybe former great played for the Tigers. Um, 
Gary Sheffield? I, you know, that's that was my thought. Red Wings, you know, Lions, and even Michigan, Michigan State. You know, Jamal Crawford had a good NBA career. He played for Michigan for a half a season. So what athletes played for our teams just for a brief period that had big names that were just there that the listener might forget about? I want to maybe uh, some of our listeners could comment on that. Do you have any Lions? I'm trying to think. Pat Swilling maybe, but that's a, that goes way back. Yeah, that was a trade. Wasn't that a trade too? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they gave up their their first round pick. But for I don't him. know if he was that because of, he was still. I don't think he's Hall of Famer, is he? He's not. No, but you know, basketball and football, those sports, basketball is a different Hall of Fame standard. It's the basketball Hall of Fame, so I think it opened it up a little bit. It's not the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So basketball, the, lots the Pistons of lot actually have a lot now that you mention it compared to the, some of the other teams. Like I'm thinking the Tigers and. Like Sheffield came over and played, and uh, you know he was pretty much done by that point. But he's a Hall of Famer, right? I mean, he's probably not going to make the Hall of Fame no, because of baseball steroids. and because of baseball right. being like you need to but, be. A I saint. mean, he was a very, very, very good player. Yeah, um, I, I'm drawing a blank. Yeah, I'm not, I mean Kenny Rogers, but he was on the World Series team, so a lot of people. Yeah, and, don't and is he going to be a Hall of Famer? Pudge. Yeah, but that was sort of you sort of got him mid prime to the. You know what I mean? Like he, it wasn't like he was totally at the end. And he played no, but of- he had kind of come back out of nowhere, back from the dead, so to speak, yeah. with the Marlins and when the Tigers signed him. I'm just trying, and he played for the Tigers for a while. Actually, it was like five years, four years. But I, like I said, can you come? I just something to think about. The Pistons Dave. have an, a, a, a different, a higher amount. Yeah, clearly. Amount, so, all right, my hot mic take, and this person's probably not going to be happy about this, but I, ha- I, I want your opinion and I want the listener's opinion. And we've talked in the past. Remember we talked about tennis shoes, new, sh- like mm-hmm. the, the whole image of not creasing shoes. That was sure. a, that was a, so I have currently, I'm not talking, and I'm not talking dress shoes. I'm talking athletic shoes. Okay. So back before our trip to Europe, I ordered and got a new pair of like Nike walking slash running shoes that mm-hmm. are my newer pair um, that I actually, they're like, they were like fifty some dollars at Macy's. I used Macy's. They're like forty some dollars. Nothing breaking the bank. You know, nice pair of Nike, mm-hmm. black Nikes. Prior to that, I had the shoes I was using for that same thing. They were a black pair of Under Armour that I've now knocked to the third <laughs> ring. I know, the pecking the, order. Yeah, yeah, on the pecking order. And these I now wear like if I'm just have to go do yard work or pick something up. So, so the ones I bought it right before our trip are my main, uh, you know, coaching shoes, walking shoes I use now. Then I have. Back at Christmas, remember my sister and family got me the nice pair of Jordans that you know, we talked about not creasing and that sort of thing that I pull out every once in a while. Okay. Okay. I wore these last Friday. It was going to be dry, nice, got some nice compliments. Whenever I wear these, random kids come up and notice the shoes. Yeah. Right? They're sort of like, okay, they're like, I only wear these on nice dry days where I'm not wearing them where something could go terribly wrong with these. So Friday was the Marauder Invite. And so all I had to do was come into work, walk from the parking lot into the school. I'm, and I'm not like Mr. Rogers, bringing him in a bag and taking my shoes off and stuff, right? So I'm wearing, I'm wearing into the parking lot, went to the library, worked in the library all day, then went out to the stadium. My job Friday at the stadium was to announce the meet from the press box. So that's where I was. So nothing, and the weather was supposed to be dry the whole time. So there was no worries with me wearing these shoes. Early in the meet, I get paged to come to the start-finish line by... Should we protect the privacy of this person? Should we not? It's a, it's a staff member. Let it out. So Coach Torres, okay. victorious. Congratulations on winning the Marauder Invite, by the way. The artist behind the Pass the Mic logo, by the way. Yes, our graphic artist. Yes. Calls me down to the start-finish line, and she's in a panic because they're putting this meat on. And she's like, the pole vault standard is broken. It won't come down. And I'm like, well, okay. 
what do you need me for? She's like, can you go over there and try to fix it? And before I even think, I'm like, the first thing I say to her, and again, I'm trying to help. I'm doing all kinds of stuff. The first thing I say to her is, I don't know anything about the pole vault standards. I'm not even lying. Like, I don't know yeah. how to fix it. I, I can do high jump. I don't know how to fix a pole vault standard. I never have worked with one in my entire career. We didn't have pole vault when I coached in the last round through. We don't have it at the middle school level. I know nothing about it. And she's like, well, just go over there and try and fix it. So I'm like, okay, because I tend to be a helpful person. Well, then I look down, and I notice I forgot what shoes I had on. And, if you, and you can back me up on oh, this. Oh, man. The area over by our long jump and yep. pole vault pit is very low. We're, first of all, behind our school. We're basically on a swamp. Yes. I mean, it's sort of like Disney. Yeah, World. absolutely. And I look, and I'm like, oh, wait a minute. And there's not, like, concrete pathways all the way over there. You would have to walk through some lowlands, wet grass. Oh, boy. So I had no problem turning right to her and say, oh, never mind. I can't do this. I got my good shoes on. Mike. I don't. And I, and I asked other people about this. Do you, now, like I said, if a baby was being mauled by a coyote or something over there, you might go. I would have ran over there. Okay, if a kid had got impaled on the pole vault and got hurt, I probably would have ran over. So if there. he was impaled, I'm a little bit uh, uh, sensitive about that. But time. just to go over and fix the standard when there were many numerous bodies that had lesser shoes. <laughs> so I want to know your opinion. I want to know the listeners' opinion. And I didn't. I said, I'm sorry, Miss Torres, Coach Torres. I can't walk over there. I got my good Nikes on. And I proceeded to make my way back up to the uh, press box. So I wore um, I wore some shoes yesterday at Elizabeth Park after stopping at uh, another staff member. Crystal Fowler agrees with me. Elizabeth Perk yesterday. Okay. Did you get the Ukrainian my coffee? Russian latte, yeah. So I got out and stepped in the mud, ruined some shoes. Yep. I don't know if they're ruined because you can put them in the washer and see if they, they, they're fixed. But here's the thing. I, the shoes you can replace. And <laughs> this was not a But you may have stolen... The opportunity at pole vault glory of one of these kids who may have become an Olympian. Well, we'll never know. Mr. Sweeney eventually was able to get over there, resolve the problem. But what if he wouldn't have been? He, someone would have been. The meet was going to go. There were enough able-bodied peoples with lesser shoes, like I said. Who's the Michael Jordan of pole vaulting? You may have denied that person the opportunity. Well, I just want to know, do people agree with me? If you have a certain pair of shoes on, is there a, a certain level of I'm not walking through this, I'm not going through this because there's a point of no return. These shoes may be destroyed. And you that's know what? where I was. I get the feeling you're maybe slightly more handy than I am when it gotcha. comes to fixing <laughs> things. Let me, let me tell you, our, our level is very low. The bar is low. The bar is low. So that might be your out on this one. So I guess it would matter. Yeah, that's person. the thing too. Like I, yes. told you, I don't even know if I could fix it. So not only am I going to walk over there, destroy my shoes, and then still not be able to fix it. So if you were Rob Raymond... Handy, maybe the handiest Malcolm McLean, very handy. Malcolm, people yeah. I mean, he could build a pole vault stand. I, I might feel differently, but because your expertise on stuff like this, on fixing things, is is minimally better than mine, I'm going to say you have an out on that. Right. I want to know what other people because you would have went over there and looked like you were trying to do something. Well, yeah, I mean, and, and Mr. Sweeney fixed it. Yeah, he got it done. I guess there's a coaches meeting going on, and she was all worried about that. But mo and she was also upset because most people had my back on this when they saw my shoes. They're like, no way, man, that's like a swamp over there. So that's my hot mic take. I'd love to know what the shoe community, and again, the shoe community is a very tight knit community. People don't mess around. No, I, get, I get that part of it. Yeah. I just don't want to steal Olympic glory from one of these kids. Well, hope, everything went fine. The whole event went on, and the Sweeney standard, saved the day. Sweeney saved the day. Marauder point for Mr. Sweeney. Yeah. All right. It is time to wrap things up. We hinted about it early. We have booked oh, man. a guest for next week, one of the biggest names in Gibraltar right now, fresh off a. Hot weekend of the biggest Mama musical, Mamma Mia, the director, the maestro himself, 
Mr. David Dave Brockington, Brockington will be B-Rock. joining us, maybe in Studio B. There's more AP testing Let's hope next so. week. Oh, but, God, man. Um, so he will we'll be, be joining us. We'll be snugged in here if we had three of us right here in yes, Studio A. Yes, yes. Slumming it. We're going to try to get a little, pick his brain a little bit about the, um, he is our marching band coordinator, director, mm-hmm. band, director of bands, I believe is his official title. Going to uh, New York. Yeah, the right first right. day after day. work. Not even after, we wanna, we that day. Yeah, we don't want to give away too much because no, no, we're no, going to be praising right, him right, next right. week. But he just had a great run with Mamma Mia, one of the most level-headed, down-to-earth guys that you know. He was my roommate back when I went to D.C. In, uh, Nicest guy on staff, we all agreed. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, we I, voted on this last year. At, we did? At the end of the Well, it was a soft vote. It was a, a, a verbal, <laughs> who's, the one, who's the one person that's more liked than anybody? He, he was the one. Yes, he is um, well-liked. He does a great job. I mean, he works his tail off. Yes. I mean, you want to talk about hours that you put in here. I mean, the marching band, like I'll drive after cross-country practice. They're out in that field for all hours, all yeah. summer. But we'll get into all that. Yeah, next yeah, week. But yeah, the yeah. maestro is joining us, the uh, well, world-renowned maestro. He's, um, we're going to talk a little bit about his, the musical, his trip to uh, – New York City coming mm-hmm. up and uh, just how he keeps going because I don't know how he does it. No. Um, he's also like a outdoor camper. Yes, right? I just found this out. And we'll talk to him a little about that. He like, I was a little disappointed to find that out. I'm just kidding. Why do you, do you have a problem? <laughs> well, we'll, a, we'll have to find out. A what, friend of that. mine said camping is overrated. You, you, you live your whole life to not live like you're camping and then you, well, you voluntarily know, You change. know what I say about camping? Huh. For me, it's staying at a Holiday Inn Express. Yes, I that's agree. About, that's that, that is as close to camping as I am going to get. So. Yeah. But maybe the maestro will explain to us yes, his yes. Uh, joy first. So that's it for next week. What do you want let, What you want to give uh, your – let's give draft grades. See, man, right. grades are hard, but right, I don't well, want to – All right, well – I'm happy, I guess. I, I Yeah. At first, I wasn't, but – I think Brad Holmes deserves. I mean, let's just say they've been receiving. The Lions have received pretty high grades from the grading committee. They have. They have. The trade. Even Mike Valeni was was happy about the trade. So Aiden Hutchinson again. I wanted Thibodeau, but maybe I'll be wrong. Um, I mean, it's hard to tell. You're right. It like, is. You know, and I was talking to somebody here recently. Only the Lions. Could, Aiden Hutchinson is a dream story. He's a local kid. Yep. Did really well at Michigan. Yep. Loves football. Character. Everything. He checks every box. Only could this franchise, because when we announced it at the Hall of Fame banquet that they had taken him, there was sort of a collective groan at the table. Only this franchise could ruin a hometown kid like that. Well, let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's hope not. Especially now that I'm a Michigan dad, I don't want to see that happen. Um, I wanted the Steelers, I I said it in last week's episode, as long as they didn't trade up, and I'm actually happier that they got Pickett at 20, because I really thought he was going to be in Carolina before. I I thought he was going to be off the board for sure. Could he be a bust? I absolutely, but I don't mind. You had they in the situation they were in, they had to take the risk. Yeah. And the guy has played in that same stadium mm-hmm. the previous few years. I mean, as far as being comfortable with the scene and I mean, the the social mental aspects should be very easy. I would have to say. Yeah, um, I do. And again, I tweeted it. Kevin Colbert, their GM, who Matt Mellon fired, by the way. Yeah. Upon taking his job, I want to thank Matt Mellon and the Ford family for all the years of Kevin Colbert. And serving the Pittsburgh also Steelers. fired the center at the time for the Lions. Jeff Harding, Jeff Harding who went on to win the Super Bowls yes, at Pittsburgh. $25,000. So, uh, big shout-out to Kevin Colbert. Maybe if Mike Tomlin joins us, we'll, we can talk a little bit about uh, that. But <laughs> Still he, waiting for He you, had Mike. his final draft for the Pittsburgh Steelers. 
Now, again, maybe people, I don't know if people know that he was the player personnel guy for the Detroit Lions and did a great job in that era. Yeah. He's the guy that drafted all those guys, Herman Moore. Right. Um, you know, he's just good at his job, and now he's finally retiring after all these years. This was his last draft, and we don't need to name all the people he's drafted in Pittsburgh as well. Um, he finds those guys in rounds two, Antonio Brown in round six. You know, yeah. as crazy as he is now, but, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So I, I'm happy with what they and do. And how'd Millen's career go here after <laughs> this one? Um, he's a good announcer. He is. I think he does he well. Is, he is. So that's it. That's our takes on the NFL draft. We um, uh, hope everyone has a great week. Like we said, we'll have the maestro in next week as we roll on through the month of May. Thanks, yes, sir. Listening.